Friends. Episode 120 something. One? The 121th? Episode the 121est episode we've ever had. My name's Grant Howitt. This big chap over here, this is Chris Taylor. Hello. And we're here to sort of do role playing games. We're going to answer your role playing game queries, and then in the second half, we're going to make up some role playing games. We're going to game all over this ish. Yeah. So strap in. Put on, put on some kind of harness, make sure your airbag is, well, not inflated, but ready to inflate, and uh, steer directly into oncoming traffic. Please, please, ah, you know what, do it. Tie yourself to the mast, lest our RPG siren song <laughs> draw you in. Do out your ears. Plug your ears with wax, lest our nightmare caterwauling drive you insane. I was going to do another one, but I think it would go too far. Anyway... Okay, uh, thank you. We didn't prepare the intro before we started, Chris. No, we did not, and that is evident, because honestly, this is two in a week for us. Yeah. Uh, you've got a yeah, glut this week, so yeah. suck it up. Yeah, this is, this, is more than, this is more than you'd normally get. Mm. Um, we've, got, we've got some news, I suppose. We've, we've moved our Kickstarter forward a month. Yeah, just casually between just, just between just, podcasts. Just real cash, we bumped it forward to the 17th of September, so if you'd like to buy heart... Uh, which is our upcoming game of Dungeon Crawl Body Horror, uh, you can back it on Kickstarter for the 17th. And that basically means that for the next month, I'll be quietly fucking vibrating, trying to get everything ready. Yeah. So, that's, yeah, you know, just, just writing the book. And also, that's, that's if you don't back it, I'll know. Yeah, Chris will know. Mm. Although, I think, I don't think, I don't think there's, there's a, I think the Venn diagram is a circle, in this case, of people who listen to this podcast and people who might back our Kickstarters. Yeah, I mean, also, I have, like, like I literally knew nothing about it. Like, I cannot That's act true. on that information, but I'll you know. Could, you could badmouth them on the podcast, show them who's boss. I could. <gasps> they are, they're our boss, they, they pay our wages. So, I'm very sorry. So a public forum is the place to really chew them out. Mm-hmm. Christopher, give me a question. I'd love to. Let's let's, really let's, let's let's just cut through the fucking the bullshit, the red tape. People didn't come here for an intro to make them feel like acclimatized and comfortable. They came here for the strong, hard-hitting questions. So give me your strongest, hardest-hitting question, please. This comes from Jeremy, who actually filled out the form on our website. Thank, Thank you, Jeremy. Jeremy. Eight months ago, I joined a D&D campaign. We play every two weeks, and we began at level two. Last week, our party reached level four. Is this normal? Unfortunately, yes. Welcome to Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. So it's actually a really the points slow are made process. up and nothing matters. Yeah. Uh, I. It's it's a strange thing because the game is almost entirely about getting more powerful, and mm-hmm. there's so much juice in the game about getting these new abilities, and then they don't really let you have them ever. No. So one thing I found out recently, um, and admittedly this is Pathfinder rather than D and D, but they're interchangeable, mm-hmm. right? They're the same. <gasps> Christopher, Christopher, the actions are different in Pathfinder now. They do have different names. Yeah, Pathfinder Second Edition is a bit more different. But anyway, they're roughly the same. So Pathfinder Society only goes up to level 11. Oh. There's nothing past that. Is that because they haven't 
written enough adventures yet? No, I think it's because they suddenly realised nobody gets that high. <laughs> Anything 12 and up is a balance. They have no, that's like a weird RPG hinterland up there. Yeah. That's yeah, scary like, like, territory and hard to do. You're veering towards Wish. Yeah, and you just can't have that. At which point, wishes sort of broadly take over from the GM for a little bit. Yeah, so you get to level 11 and you retire your character through a story arc. Which which is nice. Yeah. I guess guess at that point, maybe maybe you write a game which focuses on the first 10 levels and doesn't bother with the other ones. Well, I mean, they've they've literally done that, but but where they haven't bothered, like one guy in the office went, oh, I can make this go to 20. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I can make, yeah. What if Monks never got sick? I mean, that is, that is the guy who does the photocopier. Oh, right. Who does the photocopier? Yeah, like, he fucks the oh. photocopier. Like, we can't okay. stop him. He's not He's <laughs> he not breaks. hired by us. He is inky all the time, from the nipples down. Hello, my, uh, my name is Mrs. Paizo. I'm, I'm in charge of Paizo, and I'm, I've gathered you all here today. We've had another break-in overnight. He's, uh, he's, he's reamed uh, apart several very expensive cartridges of toner with what appear to be his genitals so obviously he'll be black from the waist down and uh, he's also left also left the last 13 um, levels for a ranger which is good apparently they can turn it into a tree so we've made a, a net profit and uh, we can just write off those ink cartridges maybe Pathfinder is entirely written by one guy who breaks it and fucks printers <laughs> All I can imagine is the noise. Like, it's sort of... For some reason, I was imagining it as being off. No, no, it's but it's taking a no. very graphic photocopy. No, that's perverse. It's like, oh, an, wow. it's like an awful flip book. <laughs> Just slamming the, the photocopy button with his palm. Mm. Uh, this is a horrible conversation. Isn't it? Yeah, leveling up in D and D is strange. It's if you do it if you do it by the book, it barely happens, and it's I think basically everyone just ignores the XP. Yeah, because like in the book, you've got the XP system where you like get seven XP shared by the shared by the party when that hits a thousand to go up a level, mm-hmm. or there's milestones, which is when you reckon they should go up a level, make that happen. <laughs> right, thanks, thanks guys. Which is weird because. Like, they could afford to, like, especially Pathfinder, seeing as they're trying to break away from D&D a bit, I think. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, it's, obviously, it's still D&D, but it's trying, to do, it's, it's trying to do the job of D&D better. I think that they could, they could afford to say, hey, if you don't like XP, here's a different system. But, like, systemically say, here, are, here is how you do it, rather than when you reckon. Because it's, it's just, it's such an important part of the game to have it down to a reckon. Yeah, I think the level, the levels, the, the adventures say, the published adventures say, at this point, you should probably level them up. Okay. If they're not already. That's fine. Or it'll do it in a more offhand way. Like, by this point of the adventure, they should be level two. So you go, oh, shit, everyone level up. But it's like, it's like, so like Monster Hearts, you picked, like, you picked two, uh, you picked one stat you wanted to use. Your, fr- your friends picked another stat you wanted to use. And then if you use both of them, you got XP. Yeah. And that was, and then when you got five XP, you leveled up or however much XP it was. And you got XP for doing certain actions in game. And then that pushed you towards the way, it pushed you towards your, you know, your, your eventual character. And that, that came baked into the system. And D&D does have that. It's just you have to go and stab a goblin and then get all the XP that's come out and then really have a think about more spells. Just really have a good old reference. Hmm. Um, and things like um, Call of Cthulhu even have a better levelling up system, which is if you use a skill and you're successful at it, you check it. It's organic, yeah. And then when, you, when you're when you in downtime, um, the GM will go, cool, roll your checks. 
And the idea is you've then got to try and fail at the skill. Mm. It's easier to get better if you're not good. Yeah, if you fail at the skill, then you get an, an extra D10 percent to the skill. Mm. That's genius. Yeah, for that's it for that for, for the game they're presenting. That's perfect. It's and it's it's like surprisingly forward thinking for a game that was written. Uh, what was it in the eighties? Yeah, eighty three. I, mean, I, I want to say it hasn't hasn't really changed since, has it? No. 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 I mean, the art's better. Yeah, certainly. Um, and they've um, taken out a lot of the racist references, but not all of them yet. I'd like to move on. I don't think this is very funny. Oh, I'm terribly sorry. I'll tell us to talk more about printer fucking. <laughs> I think we need to come somewhere in between. Well, much like the go. I, I think we need to land oh, somewhere in between. Oh, 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 oh. Well, they're ask me a funny question. That's funny. Oh, just... Silent, I've, I've picked it up too much now. Silent Pete writes in, what's the scariest number of eyes for a creature to have? Uh, so I think I actually, answered, this, this came from the HGF Discord, and I think I answered mm. at the time, half an eye. Heart, like, open? What do you mean open? Fair, that, would, that didn't make any sense. <laughs> like, 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 is it is it like they had one eye, someone cut it in half and took half? Or is it like, like, like smoothed over and healed? Smoothed over and healed, like it's... It's, it's it's a whole complete object, but it's only half an eyeball. I I think definitely an uneven number of eyes is scary. Yes. Although... I think two visible and then one hidden. Well, I mean that could be true of anyone. Like like imagine imagine if, if, if the nemesis from Resident Evil put on a jacket. <laughs> that <laughs> just put it'd be like a poncho, I guess, would Yeah, they? just anything to cover, you know, his big left shoulder. Or put a uh, put put a baseball cap pulled down. <laughs> so it's only got the eye on the back. And then that's fine. Yeah, well, it's, like, it's like when Captain America's in public, despite the fact that he is America's hero and one of the most handsome men in America. And most publicised men in America. Yeah. He can just, he can just sort of pull a hat down a little bit. And it's like, who's this? Who's this beefcake? Who's this unidentified slice of man? I'm very upset they never put a moustache on him. Because that would have been just joyous. I reckon he probably could have pulled it off. Of course he could. But like, you know, like, a, like he's got a stick on moustache when he's out. Mm. Oh yeah, so it's like 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 when when he's operating as a as a secret agent. Yeah. Mm. Okay. So three eyes, fine. Five eyes, uncomfortable. Yeah. Fourteen eyes, too many. Yeah, you start getting into comedy realms. Um, yeah. And I think that there's actually an an issue of uh, eye placement here. Yeah, for sure. Um, so if you've got, let's say, five eyes, right? Mm-hmm. If they're spread equidistant around, all right, like a like a like in a, in a star shape, in a pattern, example. you know, something obvious, yeah, yeah. like mm-hmm. lines, whatever, cool, great. But mm-hmm. if they're all just wedged together like blisters, mm, yeah, they're not evenly spaced. No, but they're like crammed into a space where they shouldn't all be able to fit. Yeah, like there's no room for the lids. Take take one eye off off the face, and then. Move it over to the the other side of the face and add like two or three more of different sizes and then mm-hmm. push them all touching. Yes, that's the scariest number of eyes. Yep. So it's not it's not about number. It's I about think it's location. about placement. Like I mean, imagine mm. if you if if the person you're talking to had five little tiny eyes on each fingertip. That's not very nice. I don't like that. Like it's just like a cluster of little tiny eyes on the on right mm. on the end of the fingertip, mm-hmm. um, and that's also how they taste. <laughs> Like a, like a fly. So they just rub their eyes against stuff. They rub their eyes them. against stuff to sort of scan it like a flavor barcode. I hate it. Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah actually, yeah. I should creep myself uh, out there. I didn't like it. Give me a question. I wanted to stop. <sighs> okay. No asks. At what point or in what situations do bad dice rolls stop being role playing opportunities and start just being unfun? Wow. 
it comes down to your GM, I think. I think it comes down to the GM and the game, but yes. Yeah, and uh, like I, I think that you can set yourself up for failure with this. Uh, I, I will. I, I'm going to talk about my twelfth level paladin really briefly. Okay, oh, please but do. I, but, I'm very excited I'm hoping, to hear it. I'm hoping there can be some. There can be a learning experience here. So we're playing fourth ed. I was playing a warlord. I, oh no! I was, play, I was playing fourth ed. I was, uh, I was playing a warlord, and my character was built around no direct attacks aside from one massive daily thing. Mm-hmm. So it, it was not a great idea for a character. But oh, and the rest was all like, "You there, stab that boy." Yes, you stab that boy. You cool. over there, get up. That sort of thing, and then and then sort of like like Ijatsu quickly draw his sword and hurt someone and put it away again, and then not not bother anyone. Sure. And I spent three rounds running up to the top of a uh, of the top of the top of a of a building to tackle a like a leader sniper who was on the top while my mates fought the guys on the ground. So I spent three rounds. <laughs> awesome scene, Highlanderish, like it. Yep, running up, um, got to the top. And uh, activated my daily power, and then rolled a two. Good. And so I'd and like before I activated my daily power, I had this. I basically had this kamehameha shit where like I built up all my power, and I described during the cool run, and then I failed. And, and, and at that moment, you immediately just packed away your dice, said good day, and left. Good day to you, sir. I said good day. It's just I'd. I'd got myself. I've got myself set up that with all this stuff, and because my character was relatively serious, he wasn't. He wasn't a, jo- a jokey comedy character, and because I was rushing up there to save my friends, narratively it made sense to me to hit. Yes. Like I spent. I'd spent all of these goes running up there, but mechanically, um, it was about fifty-fifty odds. But I'd got myself convinced that this. That obviously, that's that's the thing that should happen. Yeah, you're playing the game for that, mate. I was very much playing the wrong game for that. It's a blue shoe that I want to be playing. Yep. You know, F- from that I became very frustrated in that, and I think like if I if I'd been describing myself as like out of breath running up the stairs and weirded out and scared and then making one last desperate attempt, and then the GM had been like, oh, "Okay, the guy catches your sword in an armored gauntlet and throws it off the roof. Mm-hmm. Um, don't worry about damage. Uh, like, don't worry about actually disarming. This is just a, this is just a mechanical concern. This is just a, a fiction concern." Then that would have made sense. That would have been like, oh, I'm I'm outclassed here. This guy's pretty good. Sure. Rather rather than the problem with D and D, where you have professional guys, real like like professional burglars and murderers who go out and do the thing, home invaders, you know, and <laughs> real nasty pieces of work. Yeah, real real horror people you wouldn't want to sit next to on the bus. Fucking smelling. horror show. Just re- like 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 the the warlocks. Warlocks are class. Ugh. And let's not get started on halflings. Gross. Ick. Now, yeah, they are all involved. And it's not a to harm role. It's not how much damage do I do. It's do I hit this guy? Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's so easy for you to just completely whiff an attack. And it's and it's, it's not, oh, he's parried. It's, oh, no, it just bounces off him. Oh, he just gets out of the way. It, you feel so redundant and it gets so frustrating. And I think you need to frame that. You need to frame it in your mind. Like, oh, I'm not... Like always assuming you won't hit. Yeah, it's probably the best way you can go about it. Well, I think I can actually kind of answer this question for you, for you specifically, as in, at what point do bad dice rolls stop being fun? Mm. Um, for you, I'm fully aware it is as soon as there is a bad dice roll. Well, because I've played, well, I've played games of D and D with you, Grant. Well, and you don't half get pouty when you guess, miss, and it, like it's taking guess. ages to come around to your turn. Again. And Jimmy and I are like, well, I don't even know why I came here today. 
I get very pouty. No, I under, I completely understand it. I just I find do. it a little bit funny. It's it's very funny, and I yeah. do sort of play it up a little bit as well. But yes, it's it's immediately for me. Or like, I just just it's two is the problem, Chris, not one. If if, if I was rolling critical failures, great. If you were in a system that used critical failures, at least. Yeah, something happens. All, all players want is something to happen, and yeah. I think that I think that like the answer to this, um, not not talking about my twelfth level paladin, but they uh, failures become frustrating when you stop affecting the world. When they Whereas are I tried, nothing. I try to do this thing. Nope. Oh, okay. Who's, who's goes oh, okay. Next? I, I'm going to try and do it again, I guess, or I'll someone else will do something. But it's just you have no effects on the world, and if like if it was a computer game, you'd you'd like, you'd hit the button another three times in quick succession to make sure you'd actually, you actually pushed it. Yeah, and then you reload your quick save. Yeah, it feels it that that level of frustration is like oh I wish to act, I wish to to impact the world, and then when you don't impact the world, yeah, and as I think I said in the in the Discord when this was going on, like I only notice runs of bad rolls in games where nothing happens. Mm. Like, there are plenty of games with partial successes, failure with complications, all that sort of stuff, Mm. where I've probably never made a roll the whole game. Mm -hmm. It's fine. Like, I don't remember them, but I remember times in Dungeons & Dragons where Mm. I've gone a day just rolling fives. Yeah. Because it feels rubbish. It feels shitty. And, like, it shouldn't be entirely on the GM to fail forward. No, the, the system should support it, and D&D doesn't. Yeah, it, uh, like it should D20 at least mention general, it and be like, oh, if, if they get within five, maybe they, like, take a point of armor class off them, or do something cool, mm. or they fall over. You know, whatever. Mm. It's it's a binary thing. I think that if, you're, if your actions are changed the world or don't, then I failed to pick this lock. Okay, and especially, like, if your GM hasn't been briefed on the fact that, oh, well, you only roll if it's interesting, only roll if something's at stake. Yeah. If you've got enough time to pick the lock, go for it. Don't like, roll it, the dice every five seconds. It's not cool. I mean, I mean, you know, we were all we were all nineteen once, Chris. Yeah, but I mean, interestingly, like D and D introduced a method to overcome this ah, that ten. didn't make it interesting. Is, is this taking ten? Yeah, taking ten and taking twenty, mm-hmm. which are when you've got a lot of time, you can take ten, and when you've got essentially all day to do something, you can take twenty. I you assume that the dice rolled that number. But it takes 10 or 20 times as long. Yeah, exactly. Um, And what they should have just said is, don't roll the dice unless it's cool. Yeah. But what they did was they went the other side, which was, okay, we'll make it so that it auto-succeeds under these specific circumstances. Yeah. But that reinforces through the rest of the game. Okay, so I still Mm. need to roll every time something like this happens. There's it's it's a it's a very it's a very very old fashioned view in that they're trying to build a functioning world. Like they're trying to build a world which you can you can have multiple different groups come in and do the same thing and have the same results. Yeah. Rather than say uh, Spire, which uh, isn't isn't even the same world. Yeah. For different groups. It's 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 there's so much and so much of role playing games are entirely up to up to the GM and like the GM uh, depending like working out how NPCs act. Mm. And working out whether, oh yes, these NPCs will attack, or oh, these NPCs are scared, or oh, this NPC is horny, you know? Yeah, and that's so much more interesting than, uh, I missed, missed the thing. I missed the thing, I've got 20 minutes to wait until it's my turn. Oh. So yes, I think, um, if, if the system doesn't support failing forward, um, it's, you, you've got you've to really pull some, pull some fancy, fancy footwork to make people believe they're having fun. GM hoodoo. GM hoodoo. I have a question for you. Will asks, I've really enjoyed playing alongside a certain player, and I now find out that, that they also run their own game. 
How do I slide into their DMing? Now, I have to ask, is this an actual question, or is this just a way to use the phrase, how do I slide into their DMing? Will later said it was uh, just an excuse to use the phrase. Because <laughs> it now, is a top-tier phrase. It's great. However, there is... It is a bit weird. I don't think I've ever requested to be in someone's game. It's not no. like... Like, I... I, I th- what I've done, generally, is made myself available if I'm interested in, in, in games... And and shown that perhaps that theoretically the idea of gaming would be great. And, and oh, be, you run a game. And that theoretically I would be the best at it. Mm, I'm very good. I'm very tall and quite loud. I give good RPG. Mm-hmm. Um, but I never have the the temerity to say, oh wow, can I be in your campaign? Yeah, that seems like I've such a taboo to break. No, because because if they don't want you to be in their campaign, that's heartbreaking. Mm. And if they don't want to, if they don't want you to be, in, but they don't feel like they can say no, then you sort of force your way into that, and it can be quite like. I've done I've done things like um, like games on demand at cons and sort of hey this looks fun can I join yeah and done that and that's fine because that's games on demand it's, it's not like someone's private group no especially it's a like, one off and you're not in somebody's living room no but I don't know how I would I I would have to I would have to basically trick them into asking me yeah and obviously honestly that's a little bit underhanded well no it's not not I'm not I'm not going to trick them per se I just I can't ask myself into their game. I know they run a game. I have to just sort of catch it. Oh, oh, I love the system that you happen to be running. And I'm free at exactly that time. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah, yeah, no, no, I, I always walk past your house at this time of night. Oh, I'm, I'm just having to be holding the books I need for this character. A completed character ah. sheet, the correct dice, a pen, and snacks. Oh, do you look at that? I rolled a 17. I wonder what that'll do in this system. Can I, can I, oh, can I just sit down here? Ah. <laughs> I bought my own chair, it's fine. <laughs> knocking got, on the window it, while they're playing it's got it's got a tiny gun under the table <laughs> thanks i really appreciate this click click this is, this is great i love it so much fun we're all having yeah how do you do it chris i again like you i i haven't ever done it mm. um but normally what i do is if i if, if somebody has a game that I want them to run mm-hmm. rather than like they haven't started the game yet. Um, I, I, yeah. I sit there and just go, yeah, you need to run this fucking game. Yeah. And then talk like I'm already in the party. <laughs> just assume that I'm there. You need to run this. Well, I'm free Wednesdays, mm. you're free Wednesdays. So that's good. So we now just do three more, you know? Yeah. Yeah, and that's like that's. I do this to a lot of people a lot you of do. the time. And and I apologise to everyone I do it to, but I need those games. <laughs> I think I think that like that that's 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 different in as much as like, hey, do you want to do something together? Yeah, I, think, I understand. That. I think I think it'd be great if you run this. Yeah, and it's it's still flattering to them to say, hey, could you run this for me, please? I like that, but not as much as hey, can I basically join your weird imaginary polycule? Yeah, and I, and also like if you're joining. Uh, uh, an RPG. Often it's a campaign, mm. and often it's been running for a while, mm-hmm. and that's even weirder. Very weird. You got to learn all the characters. You got to learn all the enemies they've already fought, and all their little in jokes. You got to pick all that up real quick. Okay, so let's, 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 let's see if we can get some actual advice rather than that bit with the gun. <laughs> uh, I've only got this tiny gun. <laughs> that's, that's been the basis for all of my advice for the last a two knife. years. They're easy to uh, get in England. A, a bomb. Their pets. Um, yes, take their dog, put it in a sack. Now the fun part is, if if you just get like you can get anything that wriggles and put it in there. So you get someone else's dog or a child, but you convince it that it's you convince them that it's their dog, mm-hmm. and then you've got the power in the relationship. Yeah, 
Just hold it over no, and over. No, no, seriously. Okay, so, Will, first things first. What you need to do is post in a place where this person can see that you're interested in playing in a game. Then, post that you're interested in the system that they're running. Or, a system that they want to run. Mm-hmm. Ask, her, ask her advice about making characters. That's good, it? yeah. That, that is actually a valuable thing. Um, yeah. And then maybe... Uh, it also, do they fancy you? Because that would make oh, it Oh, that's awful. hugely useful. If someone fancies you, um, they'll generally let you play in their game. Yeah. So do that. No, I, 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 I generally base campaigns on... Uh, I, I'll, put, I'll, I'll find people who, who I like and say, we should play Dungeons & Dragons together. And then they agree, and I just don't let them leave. <laughs> the, yes. Or you switch reverse it at the last second, like, cool, this is a different game, it's not a different game. Yeah, sorry, idiots. I'm <laughs> terribly sorry now, we've got to be friends forever. <laughs> Invite me to Good you. Good work, prick, I really value your companionship. <laughs> it's lovely to have you here, you <laughs> idiot. Chump! I cherish our time together. This is a weird negative energy in this episode. I'm getting, it's, it a, it's bit a bit, funky, it's yeah. a bit, um, it's a bit on edge, I think. I think, I, think, I, don't know, I think I'm feeling a little bit hyper. I think that's okay, exactly what it is. Okay. Well, do you want to move on to the second part of the podcast? I think we should. Yeah, yeah. okay. Uh, I, I, well, I really hope the thing goes well with the gun. Um, yeah, or knife. Or bomb. Jingle! Did you ever want a game to exist? But not enough to make it yourself. Sean O'Hara, a Mountain Dew Baja Blast experience, writes in, Pushing it. Little kids in a grocery store pulling increasingly reckless cart stunts when the adults aren't looking. Now. So, so that's, I mean, that's a, that's a variant of Crash Panda's potential. I think right? this should be a lot. Uh, or maybe more of like uh, a live game, as it were, or one of those immersive theatrical experiences, which happens to take place in a Tesco. Now, right. you know those videos of people who are who like there's, there's videos of American teens who misbehave in shops. Oh, like that asshole kid who jumps on displays yeah. full of products, destroys them all, and then has a heart yeah. Or laugh. like like they'll throw milk in the air and milk will go everywhere, and they'll run and fall over on the milk. I hate this. It's horrible. We're gonna have to beat them. Okay. <laughs> But it's a LARP, so it's fine. So, so yeah, we're, not really we're role playing shitty teens. Yeah, the TikTok generation, the TikTok boys and girls. Uh, actually, maybe like you know what, seven. We're role playing seven-year-olds, but we have this. We have the proportional strength of a thirty-year-old. Okay, I like that. Yeah, um, I, you know what, a powerful, fresh. I was about to say, like yeah. with my back. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, you know, well, that, you'd still be one of the strongest seven-year-olds available. That is very true. Now, one player, I'd like it to be you because you're tall, and we'll get to why mm-hmm. in a second, uh, is is Dad. Okay, I like that. So they play Dad. Um, and they are, it's a cross between, um, what's the time, Mr. Wolf? So if Dad is looking at you, you can't, you, you can't do anything. No hijinks. No hijinks. However, Dad has to walk very slowly around the supermarket and get things. For dinner, you know, breakfast. Maybe some socks, standard dad stuff. Twenty you know, Rothmans and four uh, bottles of vodka. Yeah, I know. Twenty Rothmans, a, bo- a, 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 a copy of Auto Trader, inexplicably, dad. A copy of Auto Trader that's slightly about one magazine too thick for a standard copy of Auto Trader for some unknown reason. Mm-hmm. Mm. And so he's he's got this predetermined route, and what you need to do is 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 do increasingly stupid stunts and like balance on trolleys or get in trolleys and ride around. If dad sees you, mm-hmm. you lose. Or you get deducted points, and if security ask you to leave, you win. But you can't win the other. You, you win a different game. <laughs> okay. 
Like, if security asks you to leave, I feel that's you. That's an honourable mention. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I get. That. At that point, but you can't. You can't win the main game after that. So you've got things like you'd have to like balance on shop displays. Mm-hmm. You'd have to um, try and swap out your cart for someone else's cart when they weren't looking. Always fun. Uh, claim claim that these are your things. Can I introduce a sub game that I used to play as a child? Hundred percent. Yes. Um, which is try and keep something in the cart for long enough that it gets to the checkout and your mother will feel embarrassed if she doesn't buy it for you. Nice. Interesting. Um, I used to torture my mother with this uh, every time we went shopping. Great. Um, What sort of things would you get? Oh, it ranged from a chocolate bar to action figures. Mm -hmm. Just anything I reckoned I could hide in the cart, like under frozen pizzas Mm, and a bag of chips. Yes. Yeah. So that as you like, as you got to try and get it onto the conveyor belt, and to mm-hmm. the point of it being scanned. Yeah. Before your mother realizes. Oh no! Yeah, that's, that's because then she has to go. Oh no! Not that. Take, can you take that off? Yeah. yeah. Which looks yes. like an asshole move to the check it. Yeah. Just a check it. Actually, I won't buy my son right? a toy. Right. Um, and as a, as a nice middle class mother, my mother was essentially duty bound to buy that thing for. Mm. Delicious. I was an awful manipulative child. Yeah, a, a, little, a little shit. I was a, I was a terrible human being. That, that is one of the many reasons why I'd never want to have children. Because they're, they're genuinely smarter than you. That? And also they're horrible and you can't... You, can't, you, 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 have, you, have, you have no immediate reprise against them. No, no, no immediate reprisal. Yes. Like, I will say, sure, sure, you snuck a few chocolate bars and action figures past your mother. But if we had to do on damage dealt to either party, I think she's winning this. Fair point. Well made. <laughs> overall, like, I won the battle, but not the war. Yeah. Yes, overall, your parents will probably do more harm to you than you do to them, even if you rip them in half when you come out. Yes, that's fair. But I like the idea that you've got secret bonus missions where you have to hide things in Dad's car. Yeah, well, you see, for instance... Like, Sorry, if, Trot. If we go back to Supermarket Sweep... Yeah, my it's a more accessible crystal maze. Yeah, you you also had that in featured in that program. So you had yes. you had like this the thing where you got to go shitty ten year old following people around <laughs> trying to <laughs> you got you had the thing where you had to try and find certain items, right? Yeah, and yeah. then some of them had riddles on them to get yeah. extra things that would like an inflatable guitar with a tenor in it. Mm. Um, so it's kind of that as well. And you've got to do all of this before the parking. You've got to do all of this before the parking runs out. Mm -hmm. Oh yes, of course. You've got a timer. Mm. I like it. I think that it's 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 kind of a folk game. Yeah. You know, it's 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 something which you play. I think like it would be much easier to play in America because you have those giant twenty-four hour WalMarts, which are basically lawless zones. Yes, they're very strange, aren't they? Like, there's no staff Mm. for a a mile or more. Hmm. Also, when when you're shopping. What happens if if you take someone else's things? Because they're not their things. You're just moving them around in the shop some more. I think they get livid. But is that there's not like a law, is there? No, I don't think there is an actual law. I don't, I don't think you could be taken to court. You could just have those things and buy them. Yes, that is true. And they're your things now. As like as long as you can get to the checkout quickly enough, those are yours. Oh yeah, you make it like those. Oh, what are they called? Salvage hunters. The TV show where they buy like storage lockers. Yes. Um, you've got to do that with your weekly shop. You've got to find an abandoned <laughs> trolley and just buy it. You just buy it. 
and then that's it's, what you've uh, got to live off for the next week. It's uh, it's 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 uh, Hunter the supermarket. Yes. That you have you have I, oh yeah oh, and like and like okay so you'd film it for like Channel Four or some shit YouTube whatever you know. Um, you give each contestant fifty quid, mm-hmm. um, which is which, which which they will put towards the value of the goods in the basket. You have to pay the rest. If that, yeah, yeah, and if it's if it's under fifty quid, you don't get access to the money. So you're going what? Uh, uh, how how much you'd spend on a week's food? I don't know. It, 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 it's wildly different. Seven hundred pounds. Sort of yeah, seven hundred pounds. Yeah, yeah, three grand, mm-hmm. all on foie gras and candles. I am a big boy. Those, ca- those candles take up a lot of room. <laughs> She's sitting there with 12 of them sticking out of your mouth, um, all lit. A man oh. cannot get by on foie gras alone, Grant. No, that's true. Um, I forgot what we're saying. So have I. Wasn't listening. Just the image the image of you rubbing goose liver pate all over your chest while, while, while wax drips down over your body. Yeah, I mean, that's how is he going to shower? Yeah. Um, give me a suggestion for a game, please. Uh, Liana Ambrosetti. Pride and Prejudice, but with all seven deadly sins. Pride and Prejudice and Wrath. And Ruin and, yeah, whatever. Like <laughs> <laughs> Pride and Prejudice and Wrath and Ruin and the Red Dawn. Yes. And the Riders of the Rohirrim. And all of them are trying to mm-hmm. woo Mr. Darcy. It's embodiments. Sorry, do you mean that sorry, are we talking are we still talking about the horsemen? Yeah, so what I'm saying is so the, the original is Pride and Prejudice with also deadly sins. So you play Wrath, you play Sloth, right, yeah. you play Gluttony. Mm-hmm. So, like, are we talking? Like, are we? Are these physical embodiments disguised as uh, as Regency ladies? As actu- yes, as, as actual Regency ladies. Mm. Okay. And Mister Darcy is like the seventh son of a seventh son. Oh, he's oh, he's like the Antichrist or something. Yeah, and you're and yeah, you've, got okay. to, you've got to woo him enough that he follows you, and then you can corrupt his mind, oh, and he comes to your side. Oh, that's great! I love it. And like you, I, I love everybody, every, 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 all of the people playing. Like, there's a lot of people being all these different. I like, I like the idea of one of the, one of them just being prejudice. Um, <laughs> I just think that's great. You can all see each other for what you are. Mm-hmm. So you can see Gluttony talking to Darcy, and it, so you, and it looks like yeah. Gluttony, not this, not this stunning um, Renaissance wife, mm-hmm. which everybody else sees. And so you've got to try and like. Spread rumors about them. It, I guess okay. if if you're envy. Oh no, that's brilliant. I really like it. And so, so, so you are you are competing demons in skin suits disguised as Austin women. Mm-hmm. You have limited magical powers, but I like the idea that okay, so you all find him on um, in Midsummer, Michaelmas Eve. I oh, see. I was I, I was going to use Michaelmas. Got to use Michaelmas. It's the on, it's the only period appropriate holiday. It's the only time. There is Michaelmas and non-Michaelmas. Um, and St. Um, Swithin's uh, Day. Fuck me, that's the next one I yeah. had. Yeah, okay. So um, so you, you find them on Michaelmas, and then the, the campaign takes up distance with Don't know how far that is. I'm going to assume it's four months. Yeah, um, it's exactly four months. Well done, Grant. And then, thank you. And then each month from Michaelmas to Swithin's, your powers increase as you get closer to the blood moon. Mm-hmm. So initially, you all you can do is, uh, is, be, is be catty. To one another and like and like like quiet social maneuverings up until the f- up until and like like the third one you can start offering him like deals for his soul yeah and the fourth one you're doing proper magic at each other yeah it's like all out warfare yeah and it, like it, like you increase the uh, the effectiveness of the of the of the gambits you have based on your sin yeah and like when you're when you're very much human like your mm-hmm. your your skills 
are themed still around your what your magic yeah, powers yeah, yeah. will be. Yeah, like you could, probably, you could probably do something fairly crisp with just having having a dice pool and you get more dice. And like like at two dice it's mundane, that six dice is magic. Yeah, or you can do what the levels um, of you have in the Don't world. rest your head does, where you can throw in the magic dice. Oh yeah, the madness dice. Yeah. yeah, you throw in a magic dice and it gets weirder, but there's more risk of backlash to you. And as you as you level up, as it were, as as more seals come off you because you get closer to the blood moon, um, like you get more and more magic dice for free. So, like, your fourth magic dice would start causing you problems, but the first three wouldn't. That's nice. I like that. And, like, and like, and like you... Maybe it's not three months. Maybe, maybe it's, like, two years, and you, you, you go in six-month bursts. But, like, I like the idea you start building up cults and amassing funds. Yeah, and followers. And you start, like... Like, now you own the gentleman's club that he goes to. Mm. You cannot harm the other demons. And you cannot harm Darcy. Well, no, you wouldn't. You want to marry him. You can threaten to harm him. Well, no, you, no, no, no. You, like, you need him. You need his husk. Or his meat. Yes. Or whatever. Yeah, you, 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 need, you need him um, alive and intact. Yes. But I, All of his bits on. But I like the idea of, like, buying buying everything in his life so that you're always in his life. Like it's incredibly <laughs> gaslighty. <laughs> like, and like he'll 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 walk into his into his living room and you'll and you'll just put down the paper. It's, oh yes, I'm the I'm the new landlord. Mm-hmm. T. Yes, I own this bed you're sleeping in. <laughs> <laughs> of course, you'll continue to live here rent free. Mm-hmm. And like he. Terribly sorry. Have you any cock you might spare? Just need a little. Just if you have a cup of cock. Just a soupçon. Well, yes, that's all I have to spare. Mm. I I like this a great deal, Christopher. I think it's actually quite quite good. I think there's something quite charming there, and I really like the building of power and like and like and like your like you'd have to keep meeting uh, at these at these balls and at these um, foufouros and fun fairs and what have you. Yeah, like I like the idea that Darcy follows um, like is a GM controlled NPC, mm-hmm. but follows some basic programming. Mm-hmm. So if there is an event. And if event does not clash with something else, Darcy attends. Mm-hmm. 100%, yes. If events clash, then there, a role is made to work out which one he goes to. Yeah. And things like that. Like, he's like he's never going, oh, no, I'm sorry, I'm too busy for that ballooning party. Mm. Yes. No, Darcy is there. It is guaranteed. Darcy, Darcy, is, like, Darcy is horned up. If anybody is ill, he will rush to a bedside. <laughs> like, he doesn't... <laughs> Just anybody in this entire county. It doesn't matter. I also just thought of a hack, which would be that you, you play the four horsewomen of the apocalypse. Yes. Uh, and, and you need to woo Darcy to, to, to end the world. I like so. That. But I, so I just kind of like the title of this one, like Pride and Prejudice and Sloth and Envy. And you just, like, it's all the sins. Hard playing Sloth. Hard, it's a hard ask to play Sloth in a game which requires action. Well, no, because you do the entire thing as just like this... Um, What's her name? Miriam Margoyles. You play her, sat on an enormous stage lounge, just handing mm-hmm. little notes to people. Oh, I see. Like, okay. like a like a Blades in the Dark spider. I, I would like, I would like, like perhaps that you don't have to, like, you can play someone's mum, and if if he marries your daughter, that counts. Yeah. So, like, like, so I say daughter, flesh puppet. Yeah, you're, you're homunculus. Oh, like it's, I, I, it's like, level... like it's made with a piece of tendon and sinew from your back. And like at at level three, any daughter who who you have mentioned up until now, you can make for D six blood. Yeah, you can start you can start flesh crafting things. Like you could have you could have a fully illusory daughter. Yep, doesn't exist. Nobody else can see them but Darcy. 
it's it's imperative. He never he never tries to look at her in a mirror because it will not it will not work. And like the entire thing is just destroying this man's in every moment of existence. Hundred percent. And and like and like you're like he thinks this is what he's supposed to do. Yeah, like he just he just thinks this is what being a society man is. Mm. Um, and he's he's essentially going irreparably and dangerously mad. Hundred percent. Because you're because you've got like what. Overall, nine people, eight people, if you include prejudice. Um, I, I think it'd be hard to get that many people. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, potentially eight people, um, mm-hmm. all just throwing the hoodoo at him every day for multiple years. I really like the idea that you start like making imitation Darcy's as well. Yeah, and like then you start visiting him in, in, in him in the asylum and telling him everything's going to be okay and showing him like beautiful visions of what outside looks like. You capture a young boy of similar stature and using barely understood surgery, remake him to look broadly like Darcy and then kidnap Darcy. Mm-hmm. So everyone else thinks they're wooing the seventh son of a seventh son, but in fact you've got him locked up in your basement. Yeah. What a horrible game. It's awful and I need it to re- be I, real and I want to play I, it. That that actually actually sounds pretty good. Yeah. It's the it's the mix it's the mixture of daft and petty. Mm. That that makes that makes it uh, how it Taylor goes along with pure unadulterated evil. Mm-hmm. I like yeah, petty like evil. I think mm. it makes for it's great more, stories. It's much more fun. Yeah, like actual evil is is nasty, but petty mm. evil is gorgeous. Darren Kunker writes in ballroom blitz colon the movie colon the role playing game. So let me get it straight. It's it's a ballroom. It's the blitz. movie. Yes. Uh, well, I mean, first off, we've got to make sure that Steve, Andy, and Mick are ready. <laughs> are you ready, Steve? Hey, Steve? Andy? Mick? All right, fellas, let's go. It's, it's, uh... No, I just wanted to say it out loud, I'm sorry. I think, that it, it, I think it might be nice as a, as a sort of, as an RTS. So what was the title again? Boring Blitz. Boring Blitz, the movie, the role-playing game. Okay, so... I think mm-hmm. that this is a very, very tense bottle bottle episode mm-hmm. of a war drama. Oh, I see. Okay, everybody is ballroom. trapped inside a ballroom f- during the Blitz, and it's oh, about yeah. the tensions what? in that room. Like it, it used oh, to be a really like astonishing party. Like the glitter ball is still turning in this completely like uh, light proofed room. Chris, but everybody's so it scared. was it was like lightning. Everybody was frightening or frightened. Yeah, because there's bombs falling everywhere. Yeah, and it's about it's about dealing with the the fear of war and like you're not at home, like you're not with your family. You don't know what's happening to that to them. Mm. You don't know what's happening to the outside world. Everything is sealed, and yet you're doing it in a place that's completely set up to be happy. Mm. Like it's relentlessly mm. happy. Like there's bright colours, there's a disco ball, there's maybe like some very quiet music. So in your in your in your game, at what point do you imagine the man at the back will say, uh, "Everyone attack"? That's when the, uh, the 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 sirens stop and you can hear the sound of jackboots. Oh no, that would turn into a boring blitz. That would. All right, probably shouldn't put Nazis in really. I guess we could stab well, them. It's fine. Oh yeah, I think you have Nazis as long as they're bad. Yeah. Yeah, and that's when you German, find out yeah. everybody was a Nazi and they were okay. No, <laughs> that's not that's not look too close to European history. Yeah, it's um, that's, that's oh, the fucking worst. Um, so yeah, uh, suggestion. A suggestion, yes. Martin the Crimes Wizard writes in. These are the hands of a killer. 
It's got a, it's got a, two exclamation marks and quote marks around it as well. So the voice. This is a crime drama like Zodiac. Yeah. Um, but you've just opened a FedEx parcel with two hands and a note in it. <laughs> okay. Um, and you, that's the only clue. And this, these hands have committed crimes. Mm-hmm. And you've got to work backwards and find out who owns the hands and what crimes they've committed. I, Full I, I gun guess it's going to be quite a narrow search because it's the guy with no hands. Yes, but you've got to work out where he is. Like, he's not just standing there attached to the fucking hands. I guess, like, I guess you could probably just ask around at local post offices for that guy who came in bleeding with no hands and then pushed. You could leave it for pickup. It's fine. There are ways around I, this. I, I, I was thinking that it's a game where you wake up and you have hands stitched onto you, like where your normal hands would be. <laughs> just just, just coming have, out of your pectoral muscles. Just like, just like one on the shoulder, one on the knee. No, they've replaced your hands, but the hands of a killer. And that, and that gives you the power of a killer. But you'd also have like maybe the like these are the hands of a carpenter. Like, Grant, both you hands. and I have the power of a killer. You're better. Like, you get an extra dice in it. You okay, know what right. I mean? yeah, I'm trying to say like anybody <laughs> can hit somebody else with a baseball bat. That's not a, that's not a unique skill. Whoa! All right. Yeah, I, sp- I suppose we could. I'm not, I'm not saying we'd be necessarily be the best at it, but like you could. <laughs> I am saying we are the best at killing. 100%. We've done it many times before. We know what we're about. Boots Magoot writes in, Fish Tunnel Tycoon. What's a, f- a fish tunnel? Fish tunnels is f- fucking brilliant things. You, do you know about the salmon cannon? No. Okay, so fish go upstream yes. to breed. Salmon go upstream upstream to breed. It's it's very difficult. Not entirely sure why. Hey-ho. They go upstream to breed. Now, we, as humans, like building shit in the way of streams. Like dams, for example. Yeah, we are we are good at that. So, one option you've got is that you catch the fish uh, and you and you, or, and you and you put them in a truck and drive them around, or you open up a like uh, a waterfall or another route which they can, they, they can sort of swim around. But the third and most exciting option is you build a long PVC pipe. Right. And in this and in this pipe, you basically it's pressurized. Okay. You put a, you put a salmon in one end. And then pressurized water carries it over a dam and shoots it out into the river. So you breach load a fish. Basically, yeah. Fucking hell. And I think this would be a lovely game. I'd like like to imagine this is a board game. Okay. Uh, You've got... It's a cross between um, one of those terrible um, resource management games from Europe where you have to make sure if you have the right number of paper clips, hands, and a pipe dream. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we have to make uh, have enough enough uh, paper clips to, to rotate a tile. Well, so so so, so you have you have uh, you have an, an, an actual tube which which you build mm-hmm. an actual tube and like and like you like you own different da- like there's different dams and there's different bodies of water uh, or there's like maybe like pools you can drive around you know like there's pools you can drive yeah um, and like maybe new rivers will will will, will happen. Um, but you are you are playing um, you you're, you're playing salmon deliveryman um, during the uh, during the mid stages of the Anthropocene era as the world is flooding. And just just FedEx are, them with the same comedy that sends out the hands. There are new there are new rivers and streams happening all the time. So you build you build this this pipe. I'm doing the action, which doesn't really help because this is an audio. <laughs> you're doing the action of a pipe. I'm doing the action. I'm I'm, I'm doing the action of holding and twisting a pipe. Listen. You build the pipe, right? And then you have a soft foam salmon. <laughs> like imagine, you know, like you know, like those uh, those uh, like old games where shot blister packs. You know the foam used to come in the back of yeah. those. 
that level of quite airy foam. It's cut into a fish, right? Mm-hmm. You then insert it into a special mouthpiece and <laughs> b- blow it through the pipes. Can I just uh, suggest a mechanical upgrade on this? Uh, yeah. The newer Nerf guns with the rotating with the rotating wheels and little balls. Oh, uh, flywheels. Yeah. Okay. I just think that uh, might be a bit easier than for tumph. I like I like the physical element of like of like uh, was it uh, P football? Sure. Um, but it's done where you <laughs> bl- like blow a salmon and like and like maybe like you don't have enough pipe to get all the way over over a dam, so you just angle up forty five degrees and hope. So you're laying pipe so you can blow a salmon. Yeah. This is a very confusing game. Yeah, it's very sexy. All right, what you got then? Well, I didn't understand the concept. Well, so it's mixed. So, so <laughs> <laughs> like, I, don't, I, I literally just learned that for some reason people build contraptions to fire fish over walls. So they can fuck. Yeah, I get that. I get why. Like, but that sounds fucking ridiculous. It is. I just don't know if it's a game. I think it's more of like a hobby, like reverse fishing. All right, you know what? The salmon are yours to capture. If you can run a crooked salmon delivery service. Now we're talking. Now we're hacking into the to, to the pipes and changing the pressures <laughs> so that they're offloaded. You know, like you know, like those combine harvesters. You know the 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 van that drives next to them. So the yeah. wheat is like goes through a mechanical arm like, and is yeah, dumped and into that. Yeah. yeah, you've got one of those, but for fish. And, I think, and you're doing heists to, to just, like, put in some guttering to, mm. to siphon off the, the salmon and or the roe mm. and then sell it I to, I assume, a sushi restaurant? Or, like, or like you... Uh, like Well, that, that's one. That, that's the stealth option. So, so I figure at this point it's running kind of like Netrunner. Yeah. In that, in that you've got one player who plays the court who is... <laughs> Layers of ice over stuff. the uh, pipes. <laughs> it's very cold. And um, the other the other players who are playing competing runners trying to get this rich salmon bounty, mm-hmm. and so you so, so you you've got one one team who can sort of go in with, with like a like a, a saw and then put some put some guttering in and get get there with a Tesco bag and throw it in the back of a car. Yeah. But you've got you've got like maybe like like the smash and grab guys. So uh, like the spec ops guys, they send in a a, a slick unit to ramp up the pressure. Mm-hmm. On the, oh, and on fire the it over the destination and into fire, fire into your living room. In directly into the living on, room of a customer on, who wants a delicious the grill. <laughs> and then you've got like the, they, the nuclear option where you blow up the dam right. and just return everything to its natural thing, and then just wait. Uh, I mean, that's the long game, isn't it? Well, <laughs> not for anything down water of the dam. I. <laughs> It's a very short game. It's a very short game. Yeah, I, I quite like the idea of having this as a hacking like netrunner game. Mm-hmm, that but works. what you're hacking is a physical tube of, of like of ricochet just, speed. Just salmon. rammed, rammed with horny fish. I think. Yeah, I, th- I think they they don't they don't put like they put they space them out. That's what I'm well, saying. Not, they don't like. Nah. They don't like. They don't have a hopper. First off, that's not then, that's not efficient. Secondly, I think the mm, fish would be into mm, it. Yeah. And nasty, right? Filthy little bastards. Filthy little bugger. Filling our um, rivers with trout jizz. <laughs> um, yeah, we should go. So, what do you think our game should be? Uh, pride and prejudice, mm, envy and wrath. Yeah, hundred percent, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think that uh, might think... be my ideal game. I think we might need a tighter name for it. No, oh, I really like it. Like it's a really long name with all of the sins plus prejudice. Pride and prejudice and other sins. 
pride and prejudice and envy and wrath and gluttony. It's, 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 it's going to be difficult for people to read it on on the con floor. Anyway, we've got that. It's a it's a it's it's a tight experience. It's uh it's it's not it's not a huge rule book, but you've got you've got various powers as the different ladies you can play to woo the insane Mr. Darcy. Well, like it has a great elevator pitch. Mm. Commit occult psychiatric abuse, psychological abuse on <laughs> a, Colin Firth. on on a <laughs> on a well-known character from literature. Like how could, how would yeah. that not lure you in as a human being? Yeah. I mean, Hello magazine yes. exists. We should we yeah, we should have a we should have a think about developing this one maybe because that's pretty solid. It's pretty good. Thank you for listening to High Dice Friends. We adore you. We do. Actually. Um, hope you enjoyed the this this Friday episode, uh, which is the new standard. Have... I feel I should just yes, remind people. Yes, yes, we are we are moving to Fridays now, so we so we get it done during the week. You ain't well, getting no. Jack on Monday. No, don't wait for it. Don't co- don't come don't come begging around here. Fridays, what we're about now. We love you a great deal. We think you're we think you're the bee's knees, the cat's pajamas, pajamas, the dog's bollocks. The chat's tube. The, <laughs> and the Pathfinder writer's photocopier. The Pippo's hymen. I don't know. No, no. I've got nothing. I I got no, okay, that's fine. Um, if you like this, you can go to patreon.com forward slash hearty dice friends. Give us some cash on the Discord. Come and hang out with the other lovely people on there. Uh, you can also uh, ask us a question. Uh, to HDF Podcast on Twitter. Also, if you have an idea for a game, you can do that, but quite hard for us to keep track of those because they're generally quite a few. And finally, if you want to email us a big old long question, you can you can drop an email to hollydosefriends at gmail.com. Chris, any closing thoughts? I'm really sorry I said Hippo's Hymen. Yeah. Bye. Lots of love, everyone. Goodbye. <laughs>